0: people call, uh, start calling me home, so <laughs> thank you for the, <coughs> the, 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 the introduction. Um, hello everyone, my name is Erwin, um, so this is the second time I'm preaching uh, in the FGF channel, so you got what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, the, one of the funny things that uh, the, uh, the starting of the Christmas season uh, seeing that the the O, the letter O, on that uh, on that letter O, one time I, I visited, a, I found it on the internet or somewhere. It says like, actually that figures look like uh, two T-Rex screaming at a meteorite that is about to hit hit them. And then since then, <laughs> since then I always looking at not not Mary and Joseph anymore, just two T-Rex like screaming at meteorites. <laughs> You're welcome. That's blame the internet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, from my first preaching, I got a lot of input. And then, um, one of the input is saying that, Hey, Kok, you are very, you are very joyous joyous for my English-speaking uh, friends, joyous just means like, I talk, uh, uh, I give a lot of cringy jokes. <laughs> so, I'm going to aim higher, all right? <laughs> so, today I'm going to give you... Pastor A1 usually just gives one cringy joke, I'm going to give you three. (laughs) You're welcome, again. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So the first one, all right? Starting with, okay, so Pastor A1 likes uh, the Bible in the MSG version, right? There's an MSG version, there's an NLT and whatever. I like in the uh, ESV version, elected standard version. So eventually, on the internet, again, Blame the internet, all right? <laughs> I found that there's a, the Bible for Gen Z. Wow. Many of you Gen Z, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to read uh, 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 the, Sermon of the, Mount, uh, the Sermon on the Mountain from Gen Z Bible. It says like this, W to those who aren't thirsty for this midlife, for they will have eternal life. W to those who take the L's from this life for they will receive an everlasting W. Anybody start understanding? Okay, you guys probably not the GNC. <laughs> I, I don't understand it too. So <laughs> I'm just going to believe that this is what they're talking about. So W to those who don't throw hands, for they will secure the eternal back. W to those who will want to help passing God's fight check, for he will say, bad. <laughs> I guess my, my kids will, will understand that. W to those who don't cancel others, for they will not be canceled by the top G. <laughs> w to those whose spiritual fit is immaculate. Uh, I, I'm surprised they know what the immaculate means, but for their hearts will be calved by God. W to those who turn up in bros, for they will be called CEOs of peace, etc., etc. But <laughs> you can find it on the Google, so you're welcome. And then there's uh, the second job. The second job is from my from my daughter actually. <laughs> I guess uh, guess uh, how she got it from you know. Um, the second joke is uh, is the question: Which continent that pee a lot? European. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. The, the third one. Okay. The third one. This joke is going to cost me a lot of problems. So. If you if you wanna if you if you want to send a hat email, send it to irwan@fgcl.org. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know it's just a joke. So <clears throat> I like to read the Bible. Um, uh, my question is: Do you know that uh, there's one time in the heaven? This is this is in the, in the Bible, okay? There will be one time in the in the heaven that there will be no female you don't trust me, i already read it. It's on the Revelation 8, verses 1. Okay? Again, any hate email, I, I In the Revelation 8, verse 1, it says here, When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> all, the, all the husbands like...
1: <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding, I'm just kidding. Okay, all right, Um, before we go further to our preaching, uh, to my preaching, to the word of God, uh, let's bow our head. Uh, We want to pray, all right? Um, Father God, thank you. Thank you for Jesus Christ that you sent for us, and then thank you for the Holy Spirit that you sent to transform our life and then to reveal who you are uh, to us, Lord. Lord, uh, this morning... uh, We want to, um, Lord, uh, (coughs) help us to understand the word of God. Help us to see the beauty of the gospel. And Lord, Holy Spirit, you preach uh, the better sermon to each of us. And you are the one who will reveal who you are to each of us. Lord, uh, we, we pray that the hope of the gospel is going to be is the one that is going to propel us to the new year. Thank you God uh, for your goodness. Thank you for your loving kindness. Uh, In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen, amen.
1: Amen. Amen. All
0: right. So, um, if you, this is the end of the year, right? Um, If you expect like a very hype up preaching, like yeah, we're going to get a good new year. <laughs> well, probably I'm not that kind of a preacher. <laughs> I'm very kind of like uh, uh, I want to try to say a, a pragmatic person. So if 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 like a preacher saying like if preacher if I'm hearing like preacher saying like yes we're going to have a, a, the future is bright, I could only think of two things. The first one, of course, it, it will be bright because. The heaven will open up and Jesus come down, right? Jesus come down uh, with a sword on his mouth and then, uh, and then a blood-drenched robe and then he's going to eliminate all his enemy. And then the second thing I could think of is the nuclear fallout. <laughs> you know, the future will be bright. <laughs> okay, <laughs> everybody's like... <laughs> but but um, today I want to preach more about the basic of the gospel. Why is the gospel is good news and I hope I really hope that that will give us hope for the next year for the, not just the next year but the following years after. Yeah. okay so because because uh, you know if we put our hope on the stuff, next year will be an election year. It's going to be, even in Indonesia, it's an election year, and here also election year. There will be, there's going to be a lot of instability, but I I, I really pray that when the gospel will give you hope that it's not going to be affected by all these situations that will be coming. Amen? Amen. All right, so before we we start, um, I'm going to give you three things uh, that that we usually, that uh, I'm going to you three illustration uh, that uh, i'm going to recall it throughout my uh, sermon all right so yesterday at time my sermon is going to be like 40 45 40 45 to 50 minutes so just bear with me uh we anyway we got uh, the rest of the year to finish <laughs> <laughs> oh come on people
1: <laughs> that's
0: the joke is not that it's not that the king uh, cring, cringy all right so uh Okay, so I like data. I like data. The reason that I like data is because from the set of data, you can tell different narrative, right? Anybody, uh, I know that there are some people here that work. I know that our brother Kavin, uh, uh, he works as a data analyst. But that's what that's what I like about data. From one data set, you can tell a different narrative, right? So there are three things that usually. Uh, People use data to tell story. Okay. Now I, w- I want to give an example from our, from my observation about the FGS Seattle. Okay. This is just observational data. So whether it is uh, uh, accurate or not, yeah. Uh, just you know, just take it what it is. All right. For the first slide. Okay. So for observational data of the FGS uh, Seattle regular attendance. There are four people named Matthew uh, who attend this church regularly. That's what, at least what I count, okay? <laughs> and then their age group is 24 to 28. So it mean, means that they're born between 95 and 2000, all okay? right? There's only one person named case right right? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and then on average, there are 195 weekly attendance. First one, first thing that uh, what uh, usually the narrative that we 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 can uh, play. If I want to kind of like just like uh, minimize the significance of the name Matthew, right? Not not really to not not try to make it a big deal. The headline that I will uh, the, the headline that I will going to tell is your chance of meeting somebody with the name Matthew randomly on any given Sunday in IGF Seattle is only. right? I kind of like try to uh, downplay it a little bit. Uh, Notice that I I, I use the word only, and also I put like some numbers here, all right? The second thing, if I, so if you you are a newcomer, if you're a newcomer and I ask to blindfold you and then just randomly pick somebody, uh, I bet you like $100, do you think that you Want to do that? I don't think so, right? Especially uh, unless unless if you want to, you can talk to me uh, after this church. and you know, I can raise the bed. Uh. <laughs> 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 On the other hand, if I want to try to exaggerate the name Matthew, the significance of the name Matthew in this church, the the headline that I'm going to use is. The probability of you meeting someone with the name Matthew will increase to 400 percent compared to the probability of you meeting someone with the name Kisman on any given day in the Asia, right? It sounds like wow, 400 percent. It increased to 500 percent. So that 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 can, that could change your perception, right? Now, the third thing. That's the so that's the second thing that we 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 usually the narrative is minimizing exaggerating and then some now the third thing is we we tend to we like to correlate something with something right we we we, we sometimes in our brain sometimes in the news you 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 see it that they like to correlate things with uh, st- uh with other things even though it doesn't it's not a position correlation doesn't mean causation right position means uh you know it causing it so if i kind of like want to correlate the name Matthew with something. What I'm going to do is just, I'm just going to, uh, I will try to make a headline like this. Could be related that in the year 1995 to 2000, in Hollywood, more actors with the name Matthew gaining their popularity compared with other actors with other names. For the reason that I want to try to correlate, correlate it with the in the 1995 and 2000, there are more uh, Matthew uh, actors with na- uh, name Matthew, and then could this also explain why in the same period of years, according to the U.S. government social security website, the name Matthew are always in the top five male baby name? So here, see what I did there. I just asking questions. I don't really try to convince you there's a causation, but I just correlation. And then some of you probably. You, can, you, you start Googling whether it is true that there are no, um, Matthew, the, the actor named Matthew there. So there are three things. So remi- I, I, I want to remind you, the three things that we, we like to narrate, na- narrate uh, uh, in our brain about the data, OK? Minimizing, exaggerating, and we try to correlating stuff. All right, so now. We want to go to the Bible reading, and um, if you are, if you guys were here uh, two weeks ago uh, for Nick's preaching, actually I'm going to take the same story uh, from Nick, uh, Nick's preaching. I promise you, we didn't we didn't collaborate before that. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. It's just uh, I've prepared this uh, preaching actually even before I was scheduled. So, but I believe in my heart that. Um, I uh, I think God wants to, uh, you know, uh, to try to uh, talk about this uh, the story again, okay? And I want to, uh, at that time, Nick's uh, preaching very well, very perfectly. He, he brought it up from Luke Gospel, but I want to uh, bring you guys to Matthew Gospel that also talked about this same story, okay? Matthew Gospel, the intended audience for Matthew Gospel is for Jewish people. Listener, for Jewish audience, Jewish audience. At that time, they think they are a good people. They think that they they're supposed to go to heaven, right? At that time, Jewish people is kind of like uh, Jewish and Gentile, right? There, there are two two kinds of people. Uh, they're in their mind it's like Jewish and Gentile, and Jewish is the elected, and then good people, and then you know they're supposed to go to heaven. So keep in mind the intended audience, because I believe many of us think that way too. Okay, all right. So I'm going to read it from the Matthew, uh, sorry. Matthew 19: 16 to 30. <coughs> and behold to him saying teacher what good did must I do to have eternal life and he said to him and he said uh, and he said to him why do you ask me about what is good there's only one who is good if you are entering life keep the commandments he said he said to him which one and Jesus said you shall not murder you shall not commit adultery you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All this I have kept, what do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you will be perfect, go sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had get great possessions. In the in the in the in the Gospel of Mark, it's also said that Jesus Jesus kind of said, kind of like said and loved this uh, young man before uh, and Jesus said to his disciple, "Truly, I say to you, only with difficulty, with rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than to, for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God." When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, "Who then can be saved?" But Jesus looked at them and said, "With man this is impossible; but with God, all things are possible." Then Peter said in reply, "In reply, see, we see we have left everything and follow you. What then will have you?" Jesus said to them, "Truly I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man who will sit in the glory in His glorious throne," You who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or or children or lands, for my name's sake, will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Okay, Uh, that's the reading of the Bible. So, show of hands right now. Who do you think uh how many of you think that you are a good person thank you matthew <laughs> see this is the thing <laughs> thank you i i think i'm a good person too <laughs> See, this is the thing i know that some of you didn't want to deep inside i believe that you are a good person right but you just don't want to raise your hand because you don't want to be boastful. So you ch- you, change, you, you, you choose to lie rather than to be boastful <laughs> and then lying is not good. But for all of us, uh, for those of us, those, the two of us that raise our hand, we're actually prideful. We're not really that good anyway. <laughs> but <clears throat> I believe um, for, for many of us, right? For common people like us, there are three things that we use our standard to justify our goodness, right? So the first one is just like uh, just like uh, how how Jesus replied to this uh, uh, young rich person, he said, "You know the commandments: do not murder, do not commit adult do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear will false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and mother." and and stuff like and then all so jesus gives the second part of the commandments and then there is a reason there's a reason actually jesus gives the second part of the commandment i will tell you later now so the first one is the law we all we always justify our goodness with the law right and then usually dealing with the law we always kind of like we use the we, we always use the narrative. Of many of downplaying our trespasses, because none of us, I don't think that we always obey the law all the time, right? This is the true story. So, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you have probably listening to a lot of preaching, right? There's a, a preacher. Usually, they give testimony like, you know, uh, on the way to church, they do, they, they have a uh, road rage, and then it turns out the other driver is a uh, is uh, is uh, one of the the member of the congreg- uh, con- uh, congreg- congregation right and this actually happened to me <laughs> a true story so uh, uh, months ago when i uh, when uh, ca- coming back from uh, 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 leaving the church we for some of the families we, we had a, a a last appointment our last appointment in uh in a u district so uh, from here to go to u district we take a we took the I-5 South, right? And then uh, go out on the exit 45, 45th Street. So that exit, you know, if you guys, uh, uh, we, we come out from the exit and we have to turn left on the 45th. And then on that day, it's very busy because, uh, you know, the, the the car that is going to East to uh, to, for, to, to use this trick or, you know, they need to go to the highway, the uh, I-5 North. So there's one time that the traffic light is green, and then the lane in front of me is kind of like clear. So I was like, that, that's like a heaven, like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, this is it. Like, <laughs> you have to take it. And then I was like, guess up my car and then try to uh, turn left and then really speed up. And then suddenly there's a car, uh, there's a car cutting me like, you know, it, it, it tried to move from the left lane to the right lane. And I was like, Pressing on my honk, really, really loud. And then, thankfully, I didn't give a one-finger salute. Okay, <laughs> But I give like five fingers of compassion. Five fingers. What are you doing? I'm asking him, like, what is he doing? So that's a compassion that I give, right? <laughs> so, and then we pass through the car. And then my wife beside me and is like, hey, isn't it that person from church? And I was like... <laughs> And I was like looking at my mirror and I was like, oh yeah, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, and then I was like, but thank you, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but thank, thank goodness that <laughs> later on, you know, and, and then to make things awkward, more awkward, the following day, we're actually going to watch the soccer game and then sitting side by side, <laughs> that makes things like <laughs> more awkward. <laughs> But anyway but thank God I mean the other brother I think uh, he he he's uh, more humble than me <laughs> more, he is more humble than me I'm a very prideful person so he by the week the up on the on the afternoon but but isn't it true that I am the driver I'm a driver that you know I can I can speed up 80 85 miles an hour on highway and then but still can be angry To somebody that you don't use blinker, right, or the the vice versa. Blinker is just so you guys know. Blinker is a turn signal. You know the on the steering wheel on the left side. (laughs) You guys have a signal that you know can tell the other driver that you want to go left or right. (laughs) (laughs) Regarding trespassing the law, we always minimizing in our head, in our brain. The word that we usually use, it's only this. It's only that, right? That's why we, 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 still, see, uh, we still see ourselves as a good person. That's one of the, the standards. The second one that I want to, uh, uh, the second one is we think we are a good person. We use our own standard to good, uh, as a good person. In this way, we usually use that narrative about exaggerating our own deal. So, in this, uh, <coughs> in this, uh, this, this some some of the scholars believe that this this young people, this young person, is actually he is genuinely think that he is good. But there are some scholar also believe that he's actually uh, he actually uh, kind of like quite exaggerating because. And I, I, I tend to agree to the second to the second explanation. I think I think he is quite uh, exaggerating of his goodness. Because why? Because if you guys remember, in the in the different story when when the when Jesus was uh, was uh, was approached by the Pharisee with the uh, with a uh, with a with a woman who is a uh, who is a uh, caught you know uh, sleeping with uh, with man, Jesus. What Jesus did is, like, Jesus just wrote down something on the, on the floor, and then he said, like, whoever that has not seen can cast the first stone. And then at that time, none of the Pharisees did that. And I was, like, thinking, how come this, this guy, this gentleman, this young pe- young person, he is really kind of, like, really confident that, yes, I did all of this. Even though, even Pharisee, even the Pharisee, they are not that have that kind of confidence. So I tend to to, uh, adopt that the mindset that the the suggestion that this this person, this young person is actually is exaggerating of what we have. Creating our standard of goodness is the problem of our modern days, right?
1: Mm.
0: Anybody agree? We think that we are good person because we say that we are good person. If we are the one who create the standard, we're going to hit it all the time. <laughs> it's funny, like, just couple, I think couple man months of our, uh, so, you know, you guys know Dr. Fauci? Po- uh, you know, the CDC head, used to used to be the CDC head. When he was, when he was interviewed about, he was, he used to be a Catholic, and then uh, now it's not. And then he was, his interview, and then he said, uh, he was asked that question: Why you used to be Catholic and you're not? And then, and then this is what he said: First of all, I think my own personal ethics of life are, I think, enough to keep me on the right path. Wow, very <laughs> confidence, right? But that's that's really actually what we adopt. And then the second the second uh, philosopher that I want to quote also that I think my kids grow up, the Gen Z also grow up with uh, with this philosopher. is from a uh, She's from a Scandinavian uh, philosopher. She said, don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal, don't feel. Don't let them know. <laughs> well, now they know. Let it go, let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the storm go. That's from Elsa, from Alder. <laughs> no. Okay, for, for those of you who are more mature. This is a frozen, a quote from Frozen. <laughs> so, so pretty much, we have our own standard. This, like just like this young, 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 young ruler, we think that we are good. We have that good standard, and we're going to hit it all the time. And that we are exaggerating by comparing also to other people that do. We think that they do less. For example, just example, regular example, maybe. Uh, you, give, uh, you give to the charity $100 and then you, the other person uh, gives like $10. You're going to feel better about yourself, right? Because you have that, your standard, you hit your standard, and when somebody is not, you feel good about yourself. So that's the second thing. The third thing, this is, uh, this is going to, I hope that this is going to speak to many of us. We like to correlate stuff, correlate something with something. Correlate our own goodness with something. Okay? The narration, remember the, the third narration that I mentioned earlier? We we like to play this game. We create correlation without causation. Okay? So this is the this is where, where I get from this story. And they were exceedingly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? So when, when the disciples asking who can be saved in this, in this context, we have, to, we have to, to know what is the context that they are talking about. I know that, I know that this story has been told you know, about, about money, about uh, dealing with money, and that, that's, that's true, that's true. But there's a deeper meaning in this. On that day, on that culture, on the Jewish culture on that day, they correlate your goodness with the wealth you get i'm quoting i'm quoting i'm quoting uh, i'm quoting the i'm quoting uh, a scholars that uh, smarter than me it's actually it's, uh, this is the context of that culture the rich will automatically be in the kingdom primarily because their richness was seen as a clear evidence of god's blessing on their life mm. and poverty was seen as a punishment for sin, the poor were called sinners, right? So they correlate wealth, they correlate goodness with wealth. So that's why the that's why the the, the disciple when this disciple asks this question, they're not just talking about the wealth, but they're they're saying like, God, if this guy who is this good cannot be saved, how about us? Okay? This, narr- this kind of like narration like correlating goodness with a wealth unfortunately unfortunately it's very common in just two. Right? Uh, a lot of uh, prosperity theology and stuff like that, they like to, you know if you're good you're going to get blessed. If you if you if you're uh, this you're going to get this and stuff like that you know I I grew up in a I grew up in a Christian family my my parents uh, thank God my parents used to uh, we got blessing so uh, we can uh, we can help uh, a lot of ministries uh, we have some business in uh, East Indonesia uh, in the Maluku island, Islands and uh, I, I know that there are a lot of very poor ministers, very poor missionaries that that really faithful to God, but they still need a lot of help. So sometimes sometimes for me, it's kind of like, if I go to Jakarta, in Jakarta, you know, with all these uh, pictures, and then some of the churches, like, they're preaching about this, uh, you know, about wealth, about, you know, uh, they relating holiness and wealth and stuff like that. Sometimes it feels like it offends me because I I don't see it that way. I know that there are a lot of uh, faithful people, faithful missionaries, out there somewhere. Uh, that is a, that is a, a need. And then I want to I want to also do this this kind of like correlating something with with something with the goodness, for the for the okay for the people in the Gen Z, or you know uh, we the, the people of us that use social media. This is the way that we try to justify ourselves, right? The more like we have, the better we the better of a person we are. Yeah? yeah, that's why it's very that's why it's very easy for people in social media to get, uh, to kind of like, to be perceived as a good person, because you just follow the hashtag. Hashtag this, hashtag that, change your profile, you're a good person. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like interesting, you know, with uh, with uh, the social media. I was like, free this, free, free something, free Palestine or whatever, I was like, this conflict is like has been going on for years and years and years. You just <laughs> realize it now. I feel like we don't really care. I feel like you just want to get the like. You just want to get approval from your community, right? That's what we usually do with the has, more hashtag that we can create more like that. We can create that you can get the better we are We're correlating the like in uh, in uh, in our social media with the goodness we are. Okay, everybody's quiet. Thank you. <laughs> One of the reason I hope I really hope that uh, we we can get reminded, we can get offended by the message, because the gospel doesn't matter where we are in life, whether you are non-believer where you're whether you're Christians and I really hope that the gospel also can remind me too.
1: Actually one of the reasons that
0: that I moved the podium here because I want to the gospel speak to me too. Alright now so all this all this thing uh, then I want us to go to what Jesus said. I know that this is all these three things. It's kind of like, I'm, I've, you know, I don't want to think that I'm a pessimistic. It's kind of like, oh man, this is the end of the new message. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, make me kind of like sad or make me feel uh, <laughs> uh, offending me. And, uh, but I want to give the good news, the good news. Good news that Jesus provided with the interaction with this young ruler. Okay, so the first there are three three things that uh, from Jesus replied that I hope that you guys can get it. The first one. So this is uh, in the in the Matthew Gospel in the in the in Mark Gospel. The interaction is like this. The man asks, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered in Mark, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Whereas in the Matthew Gospel, it says, the man asks a uh, teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And then he answered, why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. Jesus answered, have two meanings. Some critics says that oh that's the proof that Jesus Jesus said that he's not God no it's not that but he, he gave two, two things. first, only God is good. only God is good right? That, that's the statement of Jesus. and then the second thing Jesus challenged this young person as he challenged us each of us today okay? The question is, who is Jesus to you? Hmm. Okay. This, per, this young person, you 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 cannot you cannot just think that Jesus is a good teacher. You cannot just think, just do that. Okay? Because somebody, if if he's only a good teacher, somebody who, who, who said that he is God. Somebody that who tried to convince millions of people that, you know, just by uh, 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 surrender to his lordship, you can get saved, is not a good person. Do you agree? At least for at, le- for at least he's, he's a liar if he's not God. Right? You cannot just say, think that Jesus is a good teacher. Either he is God, and you need to... If he's God, you have to change your perspective. I mean, this is a this is a question for you guys. No matter you are whether you are already uh, surrender your life to Jesus, this is the question to you: Who Jesus is? Or you, if you are, have been walking in Christ for a long time, this is as a reminder: Who is Jesus to your life? Okay. The second thing it says this. Jesus said, "If you will be perfect, go sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. And come, follow me." Remember the in the earlier I said that there's an intention that Jesus just mentioned the second half of the commandments to this to this uh to this uh person, right? Because he knows this this. Tech, I read some I read some commentary on this, and then it says here, uh, there's some people that are saying this, Jesus know that this person is actually only care about the outward, because this second commandment about you know, don't kill, you know, obey, don't murder, and stuff like that, is something that you can see outwardly, right? And then, I, and then this commentary said that this is what the person uh, care about, only care about, something that's outward. But Jesus didn't mention about the first commandment that is very important. Not let be other God. Not let, not let be other God uh, inside you. Because Jesus knows who is the idol of this person. And then in this case, this young man idols is money. Money. But for us, this is the question that I want you to ask to keep reminding yourself, keep asking yourself. Whether you are in, in a Christianity walk. What is your idol? What is your idol in, in your life? The, the, rule, the rule of thumb, the easiest way to find your idol is the rule of thumb, is just like this, what Jesus said. In, in this case, he said that sell your wealth and go. But we can change that wealth with whatever it is. If this, if, right, if right now, Maybe you have something that you've been praying for throughout your life. Maybe something that's very important. How about change this? Uh, this uh, the, the the first part of the sentence. If let's say that maybe maybe you you you've been praying for a life mate, right? And then Jesus said, "How about if you change that? How about if you don't get that life mate? Will you still come and follow me?" How about if you, I don't know, if you don't get this H1B, if you don't get this green card, will you still be able to come and follow me? This idol here, change it with uh, ask the Holy Spirit. And right now, I believe, I believe right now the Holy Spirit is kind of like trying to show you what is your idol. Honestly, for me, there are a lot of idols. I like the what John Calvin said that our heart is a factory of idols. We, can, we create, we, we we make something that God created so good, and become idols. That's the tendency of our heart. So this is the second challenge that uh, Jesus uh, uh, replied to this, uh, to, this uh, to this young ruler and to all of us actually. Not just this young ruler, but two of us today. And it is it is hard, it is hard to demolish your idols. It's going to happen throughout all your Christian walk. But the Holy Spirit will empower you daily and uh, it will sanctify and transform your heart. Okay? It can happen throughout slowly, it can happen fast. The the last thing that uh, that uh, this is where the good news come, this is where the hopes come, okay. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciple, "How difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God." And the disciples were amazed at his word. But Jesus said to them again, "Children, how difficult it is to enter the kingdom of God." It is easier for camel for a camel to go through the eye of needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And they were exceedingly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but with not but not with God, for all things are possible with God. This is the good news. The good news is, it's not because of our own deed, but because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Remember this, that this is happened almost like days before Jesus uh, 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 be crucified. Because after this happened, uh, there uh, Jesus uh, uh, entered the Jerusalem, you know, uh, the triumphant entry, and then I think... Uh, uh, some days after that, maybe a week or so, Jesus got, uh, will be crucified. And then this is what he said. You cannot do it. But God can. He can. Jesus is the word of God who become flesh. who become flesh, And then he can. He died for you, not because of what you've done or what you do. You, the salvation is a gift to you. I mean that's the good news. That is the good news. That is not because of our deed, but because of who God is. Okay? Guys, um I want to here I want to kind of like uh in our mind in our mind we have this skill, I think. Right? At least for me. I'm very pragmatic I like uh, numbers and stuff like that and I, always, I like to use metrics and everything usually to to measure our goodness for me I we have this linear matrix with zero on the middle and then uh, the negative side and another positive side right I don't know about you guys but this is uh, the, uh, what is in in my mind maybe uh, you guys can relate usually the minus is the naughty right and then the 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 plus is the good people and uh, this is okay this is uh before safe uh, before getting safe yeah this is the example is before getting safe uh, example so what what uh for i uh, i'm going to your example like pastor iwan before 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 he got safe uh, he said that he's a mafia, uh, he's a, he was in a gang, he was very naughty, he was he was uh, you know, he was uh, <laughs> not mafia not mafia yet, not <laughs> but 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 you know when you see that kind of people person you're going to place her place him maybe like all right, around minus nine, minus eight, I, I put minus ten, right? Because he's, you you can see outwardly that he is like, you know, gangster, gangster. Gangsta, the Singaporean gangsta. <laughs> and then, okay, and then uh, uh, for Pastor Kismet, right? Pastor Kismet, his testimony is like he's a very, uh, quite, quite good uh, person, go to school very well, go to university, very, very natural, natural. But the thing is, he said that he has a struggle of faith, which is I deducted from my point. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to place uh, place him in uh, like one, two, or zero or minus one because of the f- uh, likeness of eight. No, I'm just kidding. For me, for me, I, I like I like to I like to put. Uh, I, I was born Christian. Right? This is from Christ, my Christian project uh, the, me- the meter is from a Christian pr- perspective. I was born Christian. You know since baby come out from my mouth, uh, my mom womb, it's like the doctor slapped my butt, and I say, Hallelujah! Right? <laughs> Not crying, but, you know, praise God. <laughs> got, bep- got, 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 uh, got baptized when I was middle school, and since then, following Jesus, and then went to the one of the best high school in Jakarta, Smak Satu. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> my wife thinks I'm smart, but... Uh, well, tall. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to put, put myself in probably like two or three or four, and then Pastor Ching Ming, right? Tall, handsome, right? You guys, you guys can your you guys can your call your mom think maybe your genius, but he is a certified genius, <laughs> certified genius. No, this is for real. That's why that's why I think that he looks angry all the time because he cannot stand. Our parents' IQ.
1: <laughs>
0: Ming, if you hear me, <laughs> I love you, man. It's it's pretty much like a culmination of uh, Asian parents what his son or uh, what their son what what their son is, right? Tall, handsome, smart, <laughs> make a lot of money too, <laughs> and a son or son-in-law. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to I'm going to put himself, him him uh, on the scale of. Eight or nine or ten. Wow. <laughs> but but majority of you guys, whether you believe in whether you have surrendered your life to Christ or not, I believe you guys are going to put yourself around five six, right? So this is the chart that we, we have in mind, right? We like to put. We, we don't think we, do, we we don't think ourselves on the negative side, right? Even though negative, probably only minus one. Zero minus one zero around that track, right? But the thing is, (laughs) but the gospel, the Bible said differently. From Jesus saying, Jesus answered the first one that only God is good. The Ephesians said, this is what in the Ephesians said, and you were that. You were dead. <coughs> we are, we were a dead person. Dead person means nothing, right? You don't want to keep that person at, at your home. You know, he cannot do anything. You are dead in, in the trespasses and sin in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince or the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. This is what I like. But God, God. but God, but God, rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we are dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved,
1: Amen. and raised
0: us up with Him, and seated us with Him in the heavenly place, in Christ Jesus. That that word, but God, but God is the one that initiated everything. Amen. Amen. The in the in the Romans it says in the Romans it says the righteousness of God. Can we get the 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 righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. Mm. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God put forward as propitiation by His blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness. Because in his defiance, forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time. So that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Amen. I mean, guys, earlier you said that that's us and then it's God. God impute his righteousness. Jesus impute his goodness, his righteousness to us. This is the good news. This is the good news because now we know that we always rely on his faithfulness because he was the one that initiated everything. It's not because when we, when we fall into sin, when we, when we uh, uh, feel that we cannot do anything, there's an assurance that he's the one that is going to reach out to us. He saved us not because of our deeds, but He is because of His faithfulness. That's right. the message of the gospel. Yep. And uh, when we, for those of you who, uh, uh, for those of you who has not surrendered your life yet to Jesus, this is the this is knowing about that it is it is Him. It is Jesus' righteousness, it's Jesus' goodness that is imputed to us, that He's the one that initiated everything. Give us a, a freedom from all this pressure. If, if you have this pressure to perform, to outwardly perform, to kind of like try to look good all the time, right? When you know that everything was done by Jesus, you're going to be free from that. The pressures to perform,
1: yeah.
0: And that, that 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 is the great news, especially right now. I'm reading like uh, uh, the Gen Z, he's having uh, all this mental issue because of the pressure of the social media to look good all the time. Man, you're going to get crushed if you used all this standard human standard to make you to to uh, to measure your goodness. You'll get crushed under it. But the gospel jesus come jesus came jesus died for you jesus said that i reach out to you not because of what you did or what you have done or what what you're about to do or whatever because i'm faithful god i love you i'm the one that's reaching out to you and i'm imputed my goodness my righteousness so when the Father of God sees you, he doesn't see about you anymore. He sees Jesus righteousness and goodness. Yeah. That's a great news. Even in the Christian life, when we when we when we are under when we down on the valley and we cannot do anything, we can know, we can be assured that He is faithful God that is going to be always with us. I want to close with this. Um, I want to close that after, after all this event, Jesus, Jesus uh, talked, and, uh, and then the disciples kind of like worry, right? Jesus, we, we already kind of like uh, 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 sell everything uh, and stuff like that, and then Jesus said, and then <coughs> here's what Jesus replied. Truly I say to you, in the new world when the son of man will sit on his glorious throne. You who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12th tribes. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands or my namesake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be less and less first. Guys, I know that some of you right now you're, uh, you could be struggling right now. Maybe you're, 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 you're genuinely, you have a struggle, you, you have some, maybe you have a physical uh, illness uh, that is not resolved yet or what not. You maybe have uh, some other issue, mental issue, health issue, uh, wealth issue or whatever, right? <clears throat> and then you, I'm not against, I'm not against praying for healing, I'm not against, that you get success and everything i'm not against that so don't get me wrong but ultimately ultimately that when we pray to him with the with the knowledge of the gospel we know that he is the one that will be faithful he will hear our prayer Amen. and then whether he's going to feel to answer it in this lifetime there's a ultimate promise after this, after this lifetime that we are going to, we need to look for too right? we our our our, our ultimate reward your your, your, your prayer can be answered God can answer it right now and then that's good, that's amen, I that's praise God you can be healed and I have a friend that currently sick I want to pray. I pray for healing and I believe in healing and I'm longing for healing. But ultimately, as a Christian, our ultimate hope is going to be after that. If you guys remember, uh, Nick used the, the rope, right? The rope uh, illustration. Believe it or not, when I prepared the message long, long time ago before I know that I'm scheduled to preach, I'm also going to use the same illustration as Nick's. Illustration. And I was like, oh my God, if I use that again, I'm good. good. But anyway, but if you remember that he showed that death uh, rope. Sometimes we just concerned about all this trend, just yes, peace trend of that rope here. And that's our life, right? But we don't really think much about what's going on after that. So, I want to conclude this message. And uh, I, I know that <coughs> the, 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 the hope of the gospel for those of you who has not uh, surrendered your life to Christ yet. Right now I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. I want to invite the invitation to surrender your life to, to Christ. That Jesus impute his righteousness and goodness to you. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you came uh, weeks ago when the Nick when Nick's, uh, preaching again, and then, and then now you hear the kind of like the same message. That's God is wooing you, inviting you to surrender your life to Christ. That the message of the gospel, that is not because of what you're doing, it's not because who you were, that it's because of faithfulness of God that reaching out to you. And then you can have that hope to the new year. For those of us in Christ, that we, 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 we have been, we are new Christians, we have been walked in Christ. Let the message of the gospel, let, let, the, let this be a reminder for you that we have a faithful God. I mean, even though right now you're maybe, you're maybe in the valley, physically, or maybe spiritually in the valley, Remember that God is the one that is faithful He knows that we Sometimes we are human We, we may, we've sin all the time But He is faithful Get that assurance That He is a faithful God Amen. Because the gospel that, The message of the gospel Is not because of us But because all of Him That's what He's done That's the hope That I hope that you can bring to 2024 Amen, Amen. Um, I would like to invite uh, Pastor Irwan to close.
1: This morning I want to end today's service as the last Sunday of 2023 with a charge and a prayer. Would you lift up your hands all over this room, would you just lift up your hands? Truly, truly, Father God, thank you so much Lord Jesus for your faithfulness. just like the message of the gospel, Father God, it is not our doing. It is not our effort to find your acceptance. Because while we were still sinners, Father God That you have laid down your life to die for us You became the payment for the penalty of our sin Which is death And on that cross, Father God You fulfill all of that payment And you complete it by saying It is finished The work of salvation in each and every one of us Is completed on the cross But not only that, Father God On that third day On that third day You raised from your death So that we can live victoriously So that we can receive Your Sanctification That as we live with you As we walk with you As we enjoy your faithfulness Father God That we are going to be made perfect that That we are going to be made Into the image of Jesus Day by day Father God, today, Father God, let us be reminded that you have imputed your righteousness upon each and every one of us, not because of our faithfulness, not because of our qualification, not because of our goodness. It is because of the obedience of Jesus and His faithfulness that His righteousness is given unto us. Therefore, today, the children of God, as you depart from here, may you bring the faithfulness of the lord jesus christ with you as his countenance shine upon you and his faithfulness be upon you depart from here from the glory from the throne of the father the love through the son jesus christ and the fellowship with the holy spirit be with you from today till eternity till the second coming of christ and in jesus mighty name we pray all god's people said amen have a wonderful sunday everyone happy new year guys